Happily Ever After Again podcast. Join author and relationship coach Cheryl Lee Sladen as she explores marriage transformation for struggling couples. Forgiveness, healing, connection, love restored and renewed. Our history does not have to define us. Today we're going to talk about healing from relationship hurts. Please join us for season one, episode seven. Hi, and welcome to Happily Ever After again. I'm your host, Shirley Swady. Today, we're going to talk about a journey to healing, part one. So I have a question for you, for those of you who are married for the second time. Did you think that you were over your past when you got married the second time? Did you think it wouldn't affect you? Did you kind of sweep it under the rug and vow not to think about it? Or possibly, did you get married to try to get over your past? No matter how much we may try to deny it, it is important to remember that second marriage is almost always born out of a great loss. In the case of a widower, someone loses their lifetime partner from the earth. The divorced individual has gone through the loss of a marriage, which is also a devastating event. And if you're not uh, married for the second time, but you've just gone through some kind of loss, have you healed from this? And are you expecting yourself to just get over it without healing? That's a question to think about with today's episode. So in this episode, we're going to look at the topic of healing from relationship hurts. We will look at signs that you might still need healing, look at why it's so difficult to let go of certain things from the past, and introduce four steps to healing. In the months to come, we'll go over each of these steps in greater detail as we continue on with the series. But before we uh, start this, I would just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. So first of all, I really wanted to thank each of you who's been with us listening to us through these episodes. Um, So far, we've had people from Canada, where I am, United States, Germany, England or UK, and Zambia. So hi to everybody. It's great to know you're out there. I also wanted to ask anyone that is listening and enjoys the show to leave a review for the show on either Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening. And then uh, let me know through my Facebook profile. My Facebook profile is Shirley Swady Author. And you can just let me know there uh, that you left a message and then I can personally thank you. That would be wonderful. Um, Just so you, you might not know this, but the more reviews that a show gets, the more the show gets noticed and the more likely other people are willing to come on and be a guest. Secondly, I've, I've decided to try to keep the show at a once every two weeks uh, point rather than once a week. I just can't quite do the once a week thing because each show takes so much work. I have, I write everything out beforehand and to be quite honest, it takes me hours and hours to do each one. Um, it's very, the subject matter a lot of times that we do are very deep, so they do take a long time. So once, a, once every two weeks is what I'm going to aim for, at least for the next little while. And thirdly, I wanted to announce that I'm starting a new series this week called Journey to Healing. I just wanted to explain how this works. This week's is the introduction, um, sorry, the introduction episode. And then after that, we're going to do it probably once every three to four episodes. I'll do this series. I decided not to do it every week consecutively or like every to do it consecutively because it is so deep and I don't want to overwhelm people with it, so we're just going to kind of stagger it with other topics. 
My goal with the content is to try to do something on healing, then something on connection, a little lighter and more fun, and then something on step families, as well as to throw some interviews in there as well. And um, I'll just let you know that we do have interviews coming up in the works. I don't know when I'll be able to get them out into the world, but they're coming, so you can look forward to that. All right, so that takes care of the housekeeping bit, so I just want to, uh, we can go forward from there. So today, as I mentioned, we are doing Journey to Healing Part 1, and what we're going to discuss is, first of all, signs that you might still need some healing in your life. Uh, second of all, why healing can be quite difficult. And then thirdly, the four steps, an introduction to the four steps needed to get to recover from past relationship hurts. Okay, so first of all, we're going to look at signs that you might still need healing. So how, how can you even tell if you still still need healing from the past? It's not like, you know, you can go to a doctor and just get a straight up diagnosis like when you have a cold or something. It's, it's something that might be hard to detect. So I'm going to go over some clues that you might still need healing from the past if you notice these things in yourself or maybe in your spouse. These signs could be an indication that you haven't healed or the other person hasn't healed from the past. So the first sign that a person might need more healing is, um, and that they're still hurting, is that they have mistrust. They lack trust. So if someone has been hurt in the past because someone broke their trust, they will have, unless they have healed from that and maybe done some steps to recover, they may still have a real um, profound lack of trust in their present partner. And I do have another video where I talked about some strategies for getting past some of those things that happened in the past, so I will link to that in the show note. I can't remember what episode it was. I think episode three, but I'm not sure. Another sign that you may still need healing and you still may be hurting from the past is that you're insecure in the relationship, and that's very closely related to the first one. And it can also jealousy, so jealousy and insecurity. So I myself, I talked about how I, I um, had gone through a lot of jealousy because of past relationships not working out and, and um, past partners doing things that were like not being faithful or not being honest about where they were at. Okay, another sign that you might need healing from the past is that you're bitter. And feeling bitter is a sign that your past is strongly influencing your presence. Present, sorry. Bitterness is going to make you feel cynical and like you can't really get too close to people and you just sort of have this this low-key anger all the time. If, if you're feeling any of that or if your spouse is feeling that, you know, it can look like it can actually come across as abusive, but it can be like they're bitter because they've never healed from what has happened in the past. And that's a very dangerous place to be in. And I know my husband and I, when we first got married, we were both that way. And we had to learn to forgive. So I am speaking from experience on that one. Another sign that um, people are not completely healed from the past and they might still be hurting, still being affected by things uh, from past relationships or even even from their own relationship, things that happen in that, their own relationship, is that they feel defeated. 
So especially with someone who has been through a divorce, they can feel like they failed, especially men who like to do a good job. They are very oriented with their jobs and if they go through a divorce, they feel like they failed and they can feel very defeated. And then the last sign that you may still need healing is that you repeat your mistakes. So if your patterns are repeating from past relationships, that means that that past relationship is still affecting you, quite likely. And, you know, for example, if you're, say, you're always in yelling matches with your current spouse, but you were also with your past spouse, then it's a very good chance that there's patterns in your life that you haven't healed from. So that is another good sign. So those are things to look at, to consider. If you're wondering if, you know, does this even apply to me? Am I still needing to heal from the past? So I'll just go over them again. You lack trust. You're jealous. You feel bitter. You feel defeated. You repeat your mistakes. Now, before going to the next section, we're going to have a word from our sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by the book, Happily Ever After Again Workbook, Hope, Healing, and Love for Second Marriages, available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback form. This book is regarding people who have second marriages in helping them to heal from the past and also connect with each other in the future. It's made up of a number of different assessments, questions, and quizzes to help a person do the real work required for healing. Pick up your copy on Amazon today. All right, so we're going to get into the next section. But before we do, I just wanted to give a bit of a caveat about this um, reasons that healing is so difficult and why it's so difficult to get over things from the past. Um, First of all, I just want to say that it's a very complex process and it can be multi-layered and these um, guidelines are just meant to give you some clues to look for. You will need to often, if you haven't healed and if you're not getting over things, you may consider getting professional help to go more in depth with you personally. And there's a times when just a counselor is needed more than anything else. But these are meant to just help give you some guidelines of even knowing where to start and what to look for. And the other thing is, is that healing, I believe, is a spiritual process. And as a Christian, I look to God ultimately for my healing. And um, it's not something that we can force and that you need to be very patient with yourself. If you do realize that you haven't got over things and that's still affecting you, be patient with yourself. Don't try to force it. realize that, like I said, it's a process and it's a spiritual process and it's not easy and it's not to be forced, but it is something that we can work towards and try to journey towards as the name of the series is um, Journey to Healing. It's not an automatic thing. All right, so let's get into the reasons. So we're going to look at five reasons today that healing can be difficult and just think about these and see if they may apply to you. All right, number one reason that healing can be difficult is that a person may still be grieving from the past and they may not have gone through that grieving process. Now, when we grieve, when we lose something, like to grieve is grieving is a process that we go through 
when we have a loss that could be a death. It's most commonly associated with death. It can also be loss of a relationship, whether through divorce or through infidelity or even loss of trust. There can be loss of money, like people can be financially in trouble. There's a lot of losses that can cause grieving. Like any time that we have a, a loss that bothers us, we're we going to grieve, you know, we're grieving. But what happens with a lot of people is they don't really acknowledge their grief. And so they, they'll say, everything's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. But they never go through the emotional journey that grieving requires. And so if, if a person hasn't gone through that, and especially um, in the case of divorce, because when you get a divorce, you're just trying to survive, you're trying to make it. And it's just overwhelming. And you're also, many many of us are trying to take care of children. Um, myself, I was single when my divorce happened, but many people are dealing with, you know, not only trying to support themselves, but supporting the children. And so it's sometimes hard to really allow themselves to grieve. But so one that's one reason that healing can be difficult is that it's hard to heal if you still haven't gone through that grieving process and like the anger and the sadness and just all the feelings that you feel when you lose somebody. If you don't let yourself feel them, then that grief can be suppressed. Okay, so that's reason number one. Reason number two that healing can be difficult is a person may have experienced some trauma when their loss occurred or during that time. And traditionally or you know trauma from my research trauma is is connected with violence but i have spoken to people or heard their stories where they believe they've experienced trauma and i believe i did experience trauma at one point in my life from relationship hurts and one thing to look at as to whether or not you experienced trauma was whether or not you ever felt like you were in danger and this could be you know, fear, fear, you know, some people are very abusive. It can be very scary, even physically or even emotionally abusive can be scary because it makes people feel like they're losing their mind. They could be traumatized by fear financially. They could have had a violent partner and they could have just been afraid of the death. Like losing someone to death is very scary. You feel very alone and abandoned. So that is uh, one thing to consider as well, and um, we'll get into some of this later on, but if someone did experience trauma or you feel you might have it, I really think that is a, a good time to look at getting some professional help, a counselor, a counselor or pastor or someone that is um, used to dealing with these kind of things. And it's really good to get a counselor. Not all counselors deal with trauma. So to find someone to do the work, to find someone that has some experience in that area because it is a specialized uh, field to deal with trauma. Okay. Another reason that healing can be difficult is a person may have had great hurt or loss in their childhood and the previous or the most recent loss can make it a more complex loss. So as they're dealing with, say for example, a divorce, this may have brought up things from their childhood. Maybe their parents went through a divorce or maybe they had lost a parent to bereavement or whatever it is. It can really magnify the, the most recent loss. 
and then it makes it very complex. And this is another case where getting some professional help can be really good for a lot of people because the layers of feelings can be so complex. Okay, another reason that loss can be difficult um, is that marriage itself can be a catalyst to, um, to some of these feelings coming to the surface. And I know this from experience, and I know other people have gone through this as well, but when you get married, I have heard it described by Mike Mason, one of my favorite authors, uh, in the book Mystery of Marriage. But I'll link to that in the show notes as well. But marriage is like a, a tree in your living room, is what he said. And um, so when you get married, it's like that person's always there. And you can never really escape them, like you're always together. And so whatever's there will be magnified because you can't really escape it. Like when you're single, you can kind of skate around, skate through life without necessarily getting deep into your feelings because there's no one there to look at you all the time. But when you get married, you're you're constantly confronted and it can be very intense emotionally. And I think that's why a lot of marriages don't make it, especially the second time, because you know, it's just that intense emotionality from being around each other all the time. The fifth reason that healing from the past can be difficult is that you might be in, still in touch with a person who hurt you. And in a divorce situation, the ideal, especially now, is co-parenting, where you're very um, communicative with the other partner. And that is the ideal, but it doesn't always happen that way. Let's be real. And, but if that person that hurt you is still giving out that same behavior, it's hard to heal because you can't make a break. And if you have children that are, you know, under 18, you're, you have to be in touch with them. And that's a continual rubbing of the wound. So I think that's another reason too, that healing is so important. And if you can do healing on your own, you know, even though you do have to see this person, that you can handle it. So those are five reasons that healing can be difficult. I'm going to just go over them again. So first of all, you may still be grieving. You may have been traumatized or experienced trauma. You may have had hurt in your childhood that makes it more complex. You probably experienced marriage as a catalyst and you may very likely still be in touch with the person that hurt you. All right, so that covers that. And then we have just one more part. I want to, um, in the next section, I want to go over the four steps to healing and just a quick introduction to those steps. We will be going into those much in much more depth in the, in the next episodes in the series. But before we do that, I just want to stop for a moment and introduce this episode we call Marriage Media, where I talk about something I've been reading, hearing, or listening to in regards to marriage. Here's a segment. Marriage Media. Hi, and welcome to Marriage Media, where I talk about something I've been viewing, hearing, or listening to in regards to marriage. Today, I just wanted to briefly tell you about a movie I saw on the weekend called Grace of Monaco. This is a story of Princess Grace, who marries a prince, Prince Rainier, and leaves her career as a successful Hollywood actress to become a princess. 
It's the story of her marriage to Prince Rainier and the conflicts that they have regarding her career, his um, rulership as prince, and just the feelings that come up between the two of them, two very highly successful people trying to navigate their own um, role within their relationship. I love the lush costumes and set designs. It's set in the 1950s in Monaco. It's very glamorous, but the acting is very good as well. And it's got a very good message. Nicole Kidman stars. This movie was actually nominated for two Primetime Emmy Awards. It was aired first on Lifetime. And you can now find it on Amazon Prime. So that is Grace of Monaco. I highly recommend it. Back to the show. Okay, so we're back. <laughs> and I know this is a heavy one, but I really hope it's helpful for some people. I know I had to go through the healing journey. It was a, a lot of work. And I wrote two books on the topic and um, I did it to help others to kind of uh, benefit from the things that my husband and I had gone through. So four steps to healing from the past and I'll just say a caveat with this as well is that these are not like quick steps that you just do in a month and then you're over. These can take months, even years sometimes, but it just gives a framework for steps that are needed to uh, heal from the past, uh, especially if for relationship hurts. So the first one is acknowledge, lean into, and release your feelings. So this is about really acknowledging how you feel, not pretending it's not there, but really being honest about how you are feeling, and then having a process to lean into those feelings, feel the feelings, and let them go. And there's a lot of ways to do that. We'll get more into that. But Journaling, praying are two of the ones that I used a lot to help me through that process. Okay, number two. The next step is to take responsibility. So in order to let go of the past, we need to take responsibility for things that we did in the past and stop um, blaming other people and just thinking that it was other people alone that did things to us. So just taking response. It's not to condemn ourselves or feel guilty, but just to to own up to what our part is. Because if, if we don't own up to it, we, we can't heal. It's just part of the process. We'll, again, like I said, get more into more detail. And number three is to forgive. And that is letting go. And forgiveness is huge. It's not always easy. I know it was hard for me, but I also know when we we forgave each other, my husband and I, and we also forgave those people in our past that had hurt us, which took a while. Our marriage was completely transformed, and uh, I definitely believe that is such a big part of the process. Okay, and number four, the last step to healing from past emotional hurts um, is to look at and change your thoughts. So the thing is that once we've, you know, released our feelings and we've acknowledged our own responsibility and we've forgiven, we still have to deal with how we look at the situation going forward. And that's where changing our thoughts and looking at our thoughts comes in is that we have 
a different view of the situation so that it actually changes our mind going forward. Okay, so those are the four steps in a nutshell to healing from past emotional hurts. Like I said, we will be getting into more detail as we go on. So I hope that was useful and helpful today. It is a deep thing that we got into, but you know, sometimes that's what we have to do. So at the end of every program, I do a prayer and short scripture, usually relating to the topic of the show. Now, today's scripture is Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Again, Psalm 34, 18. So this verse is saying that the Lord is close to those who have a broken heart, and I thought that was so appropriate to remember that when we are hurting and we need healing, the Lord is right there. He cares and he loves us. Let's just pray. Dear Lord, I just pray for anyone out there that's still hurting from past relationships who maybe thought that they were over everything but are still finding things coming up they weren't expecting. Lord, you promised to be near us when we're hurting. So I just pray that the person can press in and find your presence during their hurt and then find ways to heal. I thank you so much, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I just want to remind you to please leave a review if you like the show, wherever you listen to the podcast. 